Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. good afternoon to you and welcome to today's edition of Joy Business Masterclass. Masterclass is powered by Joy Business and brought to us today by Goyle. Goyle, good energy. Goyle, yenara, yedia. Masterclass comes your way every Wednesday at 1.30pm and runs all the way through to 2.15pm here on your superstation Joy 99.7. My name, as always, is Yabanafo and I'm glad to be your host for today's edition of Masterclass. Here in Masterclass, after having concluded a month-long conversation, if you like, on stakeholder management with Latif Abubakar. Latif, good afternoon to you if you're, you're listening to us. Last week, we brought you a one-time conversation, if you like, on AI and business and how we could leverage artificial intelligence in our businesses. And in that conversation, we had with us um, Ebo Richardson, who's um, come to be known as a friend of the show and who likes to be referred to as a transformational IT leader. Anke Ebo, thank you so much for joining us in that conversation. Essentially, the things he shared with us were the fact that AI was already heavily impacting areas of a business, i.e. customer experience, marketing, finance, transport, and healthcare, and so many more. And that AI was very soon going to replace a lot of what we do today, both our legacy computer systems and our human activity, and also that AI will bring a lot more effectiveness and efficiency in what we do. For the rest of the months, um, weeks, I beg your pardon, in the month of October, we want to move into a subject that is relevant, again, as all the topics we bring you to your business, and that's one of taxation. Um, it's one of those uh, conversations or topics that sort of divides opinion whenever it's mentioned in the room. But as business owners here at Masterclass, we want to bring you that information pro bono so that as the year comes to a close, you want to make sure that your taxes are in order and you are you're actually compliant and you're doing the right thing. And also as you prepare for next year, what are the tidbits that you can look at? We also want to be able to open up the conversation so that as a business, you can find out what are some of the benefits that you can have from tax. Yes, I said benefits and tax in the same sentence. And sometimes that's one of the things that we don't we don't uh, take advantage of in this part of the world. When we had this conversation a couple of years ago, Richard uh, Corey, who came here on the show, told us that there were some reliefs in tax. And hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we'll talk about some of them again. Um, to take us through this conversation is um, a resource person who's also a renowned Ghanaian, uh, he has one of those CVs that I won't read for lack of time, but it's one of those CVs that when I grew up, I want to be like him. Uh, he's currently the Associate Director of Tax 
and Regulatory Services at KPMG. We mentioned KPMG is one of the advisory and accounting firms in Ghana, highly reputed, and is in the person of Gordon Daddy. Gordon, you're welcome to Masterclass. Thank you, Yao. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to have you. I know that in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be looking at, should I say, the whole conversation on tax to the best of our ability yes. and what time will allow us. I won't talk too much, but I couldn't help looking up what some influential people in the world had said about tax. Mm. And I just want to drop them in no particular order. And please, these comments in no way represent my personal opinion on the matter. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just issue this disclaimer. But Ronald Reagan, a former U.S. president, said, the government's view of the economy could be summed up in a few short phrases. Mm. If it moves, tax it. If it keeps moving, regulate it. And if it stops moving, mm. subsidize it. Mm. That's Ronald Reagan on yeah. tax. Albert Einstein also had something to say. And this is what Albert Einstein said. He said, the hardest thing to understand in the world the is the income tax. Yeah. I'm sure Gordon <laughs> is nodding in the studio. And by the way, we're streaming live on Facebook for those who want to join us. At some point, we'll get interactive. But until then, we're streaming live on Facebook. Um, Gordon has obliged us a couple of slides as well. For those of us who want to make notes, by all means, do join us. And uh, let me read this last one, Gordon, and then I'll hand over mm -hmm. to you entirely. Mm -hmm. This one is from Chuck Norris. Mm -hmm. Yes, the same Chuck Norris okay. that we know. He says, between income taxes, employment taxes, capital gains tax, estate taxes, corporate taxes, property taxes, social security taxes, we are being taxed to death. Mm. <laughs> Chris Rock, also an actor, also says, you don't pay taxes. Mm. They take taxes. They take taxes. Uh, and then I end with this one. Benjamin Franklin, mm. the guy whose face is on the American hundred bill dollar. <laughs> uh, Uncle Benji. He yeah, says, yeah, yeah. in this world, yeah, nothing is certain yeah. except death yeah. and taxes. Taxes. So I'll leave, I have a few more comments, but I'll leave them for later, we'll get interactive. But talk to us about taxation today in Ghana for our business owners, why this is important. Uh, maybe a few tidbits on, uh, a lot of people get by with the basic understanding of tax, but they don't truly understand yeah. it. People will hire lawyers, sure. but they won't hire tax consultants. Yeah. Talk to us about tax today and make it nice so that people don't <laughs> run away from it. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Yao. And thank you to our uh, cherished uh, viewers and listeners. Indeed. Uh, this afternoon, I'm happy to be in studio to discuss taxation because mm -hmm. it's, very, it's a very important topic. Um, and as businesses, we need to really look at it critically and see how best to help us to I mean, move our businesses forward. Um, I'll, I'll start by taking the last quotation from Benjamin Franklin mm. who said that there are two things that are certain in life mm. the tax and then death, death. <laughs> whether you like it or not as a business you will pay some taxes Indeed. and as an individual you pay taxes Indeed. and whether you like it or not you will die one day exactly. and um, because these things are very certain it's very important that we plan for them mm. which is why you need to be aware of your tax obligations and then you plan for them so today we'll look at, I mean, the various taxes that businesses are exposed in Ghana, I mean, to in Ghana. So, I mean, as a business, there are two main, I mean, taxes that you are exposed to, I mean, in, and even as individuals. So we have the corporate taxes and then we have the, the direct taxes and then the indirect taxes. Mm. Under the corporate, uh, the direct taxes, we have the corporate taxes and we have the withholding taxes, we have the PAYE and the other taxes that comes in that regime. But today I'll focus more on the corporate as aspects, what businesses need to do to comply. Now, it's very important that we comply because if you don't comply, there are serious penalty and interest implications. Now, what, what does it need to comply? For example, things like record keeping, very important. If you're a business and you don't keep proper records of your operations, when there's a tax audit, one of the things that you struggle with is 
improving what your expenses are and proving what your revenue is. Now, one of the challenges that we have seen over the years in tax audits is the fact that when um, the tax person, the tax man comes, he says, okay, let me see your account. You produce your account. Then he says, okay, give me the supporting document. And for SMEs, the challenge has always been that people are doing business on the go. The friend has called. He has delivered the goods. Their cost is in care to even generate that revenue. They don't even capture it. They're doing business on WhatsApp. They're doing business on WhatsApp. <laughs> so it's very important that you keep proper records. And for tax purposes, the, for your expenses, even to for you to deduct those expenses, they must they must meet three requirements. First of all, the expenses should be holy. They should be necessary, and they should be um, exclusively incurred for generating or producing that income. Now, at what point do we say an expense is holy? It means that you, that expense you are in case. So, for example, if you have rented a place for your business, and that same place, you maybe use a portion of that place, I mean, for your own personal accommodation. It means that that rent that you are getting, the whole rent cannot be charged to the business. A portion of that will go to the business. So, record keeping is very important. Now, for the purpose of taxation, when you look at your expenses, it's not every expense that the revenue authority will allow you to deduct, I mean, when the year ends. So, therefore, you need to put your expenses together by way of preparing your account and then determine which of these expenses will meet the criteria that I've already mentioned. Now, after doing all this, as the year ends as a business, you know, from the beginning of the year, you are supposed to do a budget in tax. And that budget is what we call the self-assessment estimate. When you do this self-assessment estimate, you are supposed to determine how much tax you pay for the year based on a budget and then divide this estimate into four. And so you do the estimate and file by the end of March. So, for example, this year, any business whose financial year end is December, they, were, they did the estimate and filed by the March of 2023. Once you file this, then you are supposed to pay your taxes on a quarterly basis. So, Ju uh, March, June, September, and December. This is very simple. You look at your revenue, you look at your expenses, you look at your deductible expenses and all that, and they come with the tax that you are supposed to pay. Once you file this, the tax law, I mean, or the revenue authority will come after you every month, I mean, sorry, every quarter to determine or take the tax that you're supposed to pay because you said, I'm going to pay this tax every quarterly. If you don't pay, then that comes with penalties. So it's very simple. You determine what tax you pay, tell us on every quarter, and then we'll, determine, we'll come and take it every quarter. Let me just ask a quick question, just for understanding. Mm. You talk about penalties for not paying. Yeah. Should we emphasize the fact that a taxes, payment of taxes backed by law? Yes. So, so payment of taxes is actually backed by law. So in Ghana, for instance, um, if you look at our income tax, it's backed by the Income Tax Act, Act 896. And then there are regulations that also comes with it. If you look at the VAT, for instance, also backed by the VAT Value Income Value Added Tax Act, mm -hmm. um, Act 870. Okay, the first one is Act 896. All right. So, so tax is a legal obligation. It's a legal obligation. Please, to all my business owners, if you are not paying tax, you are perpetuating an illegality. Mm. I think we should set that foundation first. Yes. You know, sometimes people talk about, I won't pay tax, I won't do this, but it is backed by law. Yeah. If you are in this jurisdiction, the law requires you to pay tax. Yes. If you do not pay tax, you are perpetuating an illegality. That's the foundation. That's that's the foundation. Then let us continue. Yes. So, so, I mean, then, yeah, thanks very much for that in session. So, I mean, Tax is a legal obligation as a business because once you generate income in the country, you are then supposed to also contribute to the development of the country. Because don't forget that government puts in place a lot of infrastructure, a lot of I mean commitment to make sure that businesses are run. So if you look at our roads, our schools, and all these things, I mean for us sitting here, who we went through government schools throughout. I mean, but for taxes that were paid some time ago for government to get this to do these schools, we would not even have education. 
no matter what it is, whether it is good or it's bad, tax is being used to do this thing for us. And that is why we have to even contribute our quota as Ghanaians to make sure that we pay and then get our country to develop. So now going back to what I was saying, once you determine this estimate, you'll pay every quarter. Now on a quarterly basis, if you fail to pay, there are penalties and interest for non-payment. Non mm. Now, I mean, failure to pay your tax every quarter, there's a penalty of 125% on the Bank of Ghana statutory rate compounded monthly. Please say that again. Very so if you, for, for if, you, if you fail to pay your tax, okay, there's an interest component, mm -hmm. which is 125% of the BOG statutory rate compounded monthly. Today, the rate is about 30%. So if you do 125% of that, it's about 37.5%, which gives us about 38. And then if it's monthly, if you divide that by monthly, it's about 6.3%. So what we are saying is that if I'm supposed to pay 100 CDs for tax, yes, I didn't pay. Yeah. Now the BOG rate for penalty is 30% of the 100. Yeah. Plus the 100. 30% is the BOG rate. Is the BOG rate. So we find 135%, 125% Good. of that amount, Good. which annually it comes to 37.5%. Mm -hmm. And then on a monthly basis, because we compounded monthly, right. so that would be 6 point, I think 3% mm -hmm. on a monthly basis. Okay. That you have to pay as penalty. That you have to pay as interest. So right. there's a difference between penalty and interest. And interest okay. So for tax purposes, if you also fail to file your returns on time, so for example, you're a business, that requirement to file your self-assessment that was due in March, you fail to do that. There's a, there's a, a spot penalty of 500 CDs on the spot for not filing. Then there's a penalty of 10 CDs for each day that the default continues. Mm. So assuming you file your returns, let's say in June, and you should have done it in March. Then you have that 500 cities and 10 cities times 90 days. So that's that is the penalty. And then the interest comes in. I mean, as I've already mentioned, six percent. That is the monthly one, monthly charge. It it changes because the BOG rate is not stagnant. It changes. Yeah. So that'll be it. So now the, the critical thing to look at as business as the year ends is that once you find an assessment in March and you start paying, you have the option to also re revise the assessment periodically. Because, you know, the, the payments you are making is based on a, an estimate. And, you, I mean, at that point, you don't even know whether the estimate you've made for revenue will be the same, whether the expenses you said you incur will be the same. I mean, inflation has come, prices are going up and all that. So, as you progress during the year, the law has actually allowed you to do a revision to whatever estimate you make. Now, come the end of this year, you have the chance to do a revision. If you fail to do, to do that revision and... Um, in, in, in April next year, so for companies that year ends in December, you have four months to file your annual income tax returns next year. Come next year, if you are filing that return and you are short off by 10%, so your estimate should be 90% equal to your actual. So assuming that your actual revenue or profit before tax next year is 100,000 Ghana CD, but your estimate was about 50,000. That is about 50% less. But the law grants you a 10% window because, of course, you are doing an estimate and you don't know what will happen. So at that point, they are saying that 90% should be equal to your actual. If you don't get that, then, of course, you are exposed to the penalty of that 125%, which is very Because punitive. you are the one who determined it. You are the one who determined it. And it's very simple. Now, the other aspect is that what I've also seen with SMEs is, is the fact that most of them provide services to different institutions but they fail to even follow up on their withholding tax obligation credits. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, even as an individual, you go and do some um, small uh, work for somebody. They say before they pay you, they take withholding tax. 
you are just interested in the amount that they are paying to you. You don't even go and chase the withholding tax. But if you put all those credits together, you are able to also defray that tax obligation with that credit. So assuming your tax is about 25000 per quarter, but in the process, you also got some withholding tax deductions, and you are able to also claim those ones, it will reduce your further 25000 that you are supposed to pay. The good thing is that now tax filing and tax payment has been made easier by the GRA. And thank, I mean, thanks so much to the GRA for the good work they are doing in recent times. You, you realize that if you take your mind back a few years ago, if, if you go to the GRA for, to file a return, you'll be in long queues to file returns. If you have to pay your taxes to long queues. But today, at the click of a button, once you are registered and you are online on the portal, you can file your tax. You can file your taxes. So, so shout out to Amish. Shout out to Amish, Amish and his colleagues and his team, and, his right. team. And, and 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 everybody. I mean, helping to support yes. this is 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 really important. It's help businesses. It's helping to. I mean, me for for me, the good thing is that in the past when we used to follow taxpayers to get our withholding tax credit, today once it's filed and you go online, you just click a button and say, which I mean, once the person has filed, you click and say, which withholding tax do I have? And it's it's all there. So the issue of not even getting the certificate to even get the deduction is no more there. Mm. And that is it. So you go online, get your credits, and then also deduct that from the tax that is due for the period. I'm hoping that at some point in this conversation, you will, because this is all introductory. Yes. Somebody, you, you, you will take us through the different types of taxes. Mm. So that withholding tax, for example, because mm. I hear you talk about credit mm. and withholding tax, mm. which presupposes that yeah. um, there is something that comes back to the individual or sure. to the company after the withholding tax is deducted. Yes. And yes. what even is withholding tax? That's why yes. Albert Einstein, yeah. one of the most brilliant minds in science, mm. is now confused about tax. So it says that it's the most difficult thing yes. to understand. But yes. at some point, break it down for sure. us so that you know our listeners can understand why is withholding tax a credit to me at the end of the day? Okay. Things like that. All right. Okay, so, I mean, just to conclude on the on the quarterly assessments. Exactly. So once you, you pay this on a quarterly basis and also get the credit and everything, you are set. And you, I mean, come next year, April, when you file your returns, at that point, if you have any further credit, you add it up and then you can file your returns. At that point, if you fail to file your return by 30th April, okay, there's also a penalty obligation, as I've already mentioned, 500, 500 Ghana CD, I mean, at, on the spot, 10 Ghana CD for each day of, I mean, default. Again, the law has also made it possible for you to even apply for extension of time to file your returns. So come April next year, if for, for some reasons you are not able to meet the deadline, you can apply for an extension of time, which the government generously gives up to a maximum of 60 days. So that can take you up to the end of June. Any, anything further than that, you enter a penalty regime, the interest regime. Again, when it even comes to pay, the payment of your taxes, if for some reasons you have justifiable reasons why you don't have money to pay your taxes, the law further allows you to go and have a negotiation with the GRE and say, I have this challenge and I can't pay my taxes. And therefore, what can the GRE do for me? And I think this is a discussion that most businesses do not do. But of course, it's not something that is encouraged because government <laughs> is looking for money. <laughs> but again, it's another way of managing. If I go there, they'll know I exist. <laughs> they'll come after me. Yes. But it's another way of making sure that you are managing your affairs and you are not overly exposed to payment of interest mm. and penalties. So let's go back to the concept of withholding taxes as you, okay. you asked. So, you know, if you look at our tax structure, businesses are supposed to pay their taxes on an annual basis. Again, that was divided into four. You pay quarterly. Mm -hmm. Now, you realize that government expenditure is on, I mean, it's, it's on real-time basis. 
you have to pay for school fee. I mean, you have to pay for salaries, pay for school feeding, pay for all the other things that governments have to pay. So you cannot wait and say you are waiting for the end of the year before you get money to pay for all these obligations. Mm. And therefore, there is the concept of withholding taxes. Once you provide any service, once you provide any, you supply any good, once you provide any works, you are supposed to when you, upon when you are paying for the service. So assuming you provide any service to me and you issue an invoice and I have to pay you. The law says that assuming the invoice value is 100,000 and I'm going to pay you, I should withhold a portion. So for services, it's 7.5. For works, it's 3%. And then for goods, for, for goods it's 3%. And then for works, it's 5%. So that's how it works. Okay, so for services, it's 7.5. For, for works? For works, it's 5%. It's 5%. And then for goods, it's 3%. Okay, so yes. then the classification is also important. It's very important. So you need to even know that this particular um, um, service that I've supplied, is, is, is it actually, goods is very simple, but works and services is where sometimes the challenge comes. What I've done, is it actually service or is work? So but, let, let but, me, is it, but isn't the risk of misclassification a, a potential source of income leakage to the government? Of course. So, so that challenge is, and that's why the GRA's door is widely open. And also, when you go to their website, they actually give the practice notes and they tell you what works, what is goods, and what is services. And again, as KPMG, we also go out there, also educate people, even on this program. We are educating our, I mean, our viewers and our listeners. And look. So let me even ask you yeah. I mean, a, te- a test question. Yeah. If, <laughs> if an air conditioned vendor <laughs> fixes my air conditioning, yeah. has he offered to be a service or he has performed works? So there will be two things. It's, it's possible that when he came, the air conditioning got spot so you have to buy so in one. this case buy a new one so buying a new one will be a supply of goods okay. to you and then the maintenance aspect of it or the fixing aspect ah, of it will be services so they will be in two parts yes so so two parts so the goods aspect will, will attract the withholding tax and then also the other aspect which is the the services there's as, there's also one aspect that i think for most businesses they don't really take pay attention to and so when it comes to the tax audits there are challenges so the withholding tax many people think that okay so the local transactions they take care of but again there is i mean the foreign aspect the foreign component and today because we do a lot of businesses online people think that oh, the person has not come to ghana to do the service and therefore i don't have to withhold any tax from whatever i have to pay them but the moment you engage a foreign supplier so somebody sits in the uk and that's a telecommunication service for you or even support you to do your work in ghana the law says that they have derived income in ghana and therefore, when you are paying them, you are supposed to withhold tax. The good thing is that Ghana has signed several double tax agreements with different countries. Today, we have an agreement with the UK, Germany, France, South Africa, and other countries. So anytime you get any service from this country, it's very important to check what will be the applicable rates. Because there are different rates that apply for those transactions. And with my experience in tax audit and what the GRI has done so far, you realize that most businesses lose out on those ones. So when they come, you have you have service that you provided to these institutions outside the country, and you you didn't withhold, and then they come knocking at your door and say, look, you have to pay this tax, and at that point say, ah, I didn't have to pay, I didn't know about it. So so I mean, you have to make sure that these things you are complying and making sure you are paying your taxes as you have to. So that so that's the wow. issue of withholding taxes. 
It's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. I'm sure that there are a lot of our listeners who already know and on top of their taxes. Sure. But maybe just for the purpose, I think in the beginning you mentioned some examples of taxes. Mm. There's the, the value added tax. Yeah, there's the value added taxes. Tax. Yes. Then, there's yeah. the. There's the pay as Pay as you earn. Yeah. And then. Yeah. So let me also take this opportunity to look at the pay as you earn aspect. Okay. So, you know, as employees, um, we also earn income by way of the work we do. Mm. And every month, the law requires that your employer would have to deduct some taxes from the salaries that you are paid. Mm. Okay. So every month, the employer has the obligation to also withhold. And that BAY is actually another withholding tax that the employer is supposed to withhold from the salaries and pay to the GRE. That is paid. That's supposed to be paid on or before the 14th of the next month. Right. So, for example, we are in the month of November. The PAY for this month is due on or before the 14th of December. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, when you look at the our task, our task structure, there are some, I mean, um, different income that one can earn. And also there are some um, transactions or I can say some expenses or some benefit that can come to you that um, maybe there may be some tax reliefs in the process. So, for example, if you take your, if you, if you take your income, for instance, somebody earns 100,000 uh, cities for a month. The law requires that you also contribute to SNIT, mm-hmm. okay, for your pension, so which is, I mean, 13.5 and then 5%. That deduction that goes to SNIT is, is tax exempt. So when you take your 100,000, that SNIT will be taken out first. And then the difference is what you have to pay as your PAYE. Mm-hmm. If you also earn any other benefit, for example, you have cost of living allowance, things are difficult. So your employer decides to give you some money. All those ones are taxable. If you, I mean, for example, earn uh, things like bonus, again, you also have to pay some tax on bonus. And bonus is very interesting because bonus provides some, some sort of room for taxpayers to plan their affairs. So for example, the bonus that you earn, you actually pay tax on 5% based on a rule which is 15% of your annual basic salary. I think the next time when we come, we'll look at how to tax bonus properly so that people can take notes. But just to say that bonus provides, I mean, a way of trying to plan your taxes and see how your employees will have some some respite in these difficult times as well. So, so, I mean, companies who, for example, would have gone through some restructuring and have to put people, lay people redundant and all that, there are rules that come with redundancy payments and all that. So if you lay people off and for some reasons there's no work for them and they have to go off, the law says that any payment that you make to them is exempt from tax. But again, it's not the payment that are attributable to... So for example, maybe somebody has a leave to take okay, previously and they didn't take the leave. But today they have to leave. So you are now quantifying all the leave and all other benefits that they were due. All those ones will be taxed. But the amount of money, assuming you are paying them three months' salary to go home, that amount will not be taxed. The law says that because they are going home and, I mean, you are severing the contract, they should have that relief to go home. Employees, again, have the benefit of filing for their personal reliefs. Mm -hmm. There are different reliefs in the tax law. I believe that a lot of us do not take advantage of the reliefs because maybe we we are not aware of it or because we feel that... We don't know about it. It's it's too small. (coughs) But again, if you look at... The personal reliefs we have child education reliefs, we have marriage and responsibility reliefs, we have aged dependent relief, and, and, and others. So, for example, if you have your children in school, okay, you are entitled to a relief for three of them. 
and this is available that people can actually are there any preconditions to this or regardless of age regardless of gender regardless of uh, I, I think i mean once so the children have to be in uh, in public schools okay, okay. once they are in schools so all those who students are in private schools this conversation is not for you you have to um, <laughs> and also you have to first of all you have to even apply right get, get to the um gre so you don't just start, sit in the office and just say I'm, I'm claiming the relief. You have to go to the GRE, get a relief card, apply, and then once you get the relief card, you can apply. Is it significant? <laughs> it's it's not. Um, I mean, depending on your level, but I think uh, it's not it's not bad. It's not that bad because I think there are a lot of people who will be interested in this. Yes. You know, as parents whose children are in school, that yeah. even if I'm going to get X amount, that will help me buy, let's say, notebooks or mm. or learning aids or mm. even you know support the uniform process mm. or get some shoes for my kids out of this relief then because there, there are quite a few people in yeah. the public sector yeah so the interesting thing is that because most of us do not file our returns when we even have these reliefs we don't really take advantage of them but some of these reliefs are actually upfront reliefs so once you get the relief card from the gre you give to your 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 payroll department then they can start deducting for you others you need to file returns so that you can get them like um so so maybe in the next in the next session i'll take us to more detail more details of the right. reliefs the amounts involved and then what you can do to qualify and get the deduction something like mortgage relief for instance if you have mm -hmm. if you have a building if you go for for mortgage to buy a house for instance the interest on the on the loan mm -hmm. the law requires that if it's a primary accommodation it's a primary residence and your first one that you're going for the loan for the interest is also deductible and that is one area that those in the working class, for instance, that go for mortgages can actually get some benefits from also the, from, from you, the... You also talked about um, the aged or... Yes. Um, if you have um, dependents who, yes. who are aged. Aged dependent. Reliefs. Yes. Yes. So when we get to the relief side, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll spend, really some time spend some time to... Interesting to introduction. I mean, yeah. I know that there's a lot more that we'll be sharing, but we want yes. to get interactive so that uh, our listeners can also be a part of this mm -hmm. conversation. This is Masterclass here on your Superstation Joy 99.7. we take a quick message from our sponsors when we come back. we get interactive. Your favorite on-air business development program, Joy Business Masterclass, is in session. And you can interact with us on Facebook via the Joy 99.7 FM or Joy Business pages. If you tweet, the handle is at Joy 997 FM or at Joy Business GH. Don't forget to hashtag JB Masterclass. You can also call us on 0302-216541 or send your questions and contributions through to the WhatsApp number 0551-111997 and our facilitators will address your concerns. Attention everyone, class is in progress. Welcome back. If you've just tuned in, this is Masterclass here on your Superstation Joy 99.7. Today we're talking about taxation in Ghana, the reliefs and the taxes that we also have to pay. And we're doing this with Gordon Dade, who's an Associate Director, Tax and Regulatory Services, KPMG. Phone lines are now open. Numbers to call 0302-216-541. What do you want to know about tax? Are you paying the right taxes? Do you have the right information? Do you have a tax consultant 
oftentimes we talk about hiring lawyers. Do you have a tax consultant? Because we cannot understand everything by ourselves. Numbers to call 0302216541. Otherwise, send us your comments also on 055111997. If you're driving, please do not text while you drive because we want you to arrive alive. But otherwise, send us your comments on 055111997. I've got some good news for all of our listeners today. Our sponsor for Masterclass, Goyle, has some great news for us. And from today through to the end of November, Girl is giving away fewer coupons for two of our listeners on each show. So today, it starts today. First two callers, uh, my producer will help me determine. We're also going to ask a couple of questions. And there'll be some winners for fewer coupons today. So um, please call someone who's not listening to Masterclass to join us. If you also have any motor vehicle of any kind, then Girl has some additional great news for you. When you, what do you do when you run out of fuel in your vehicle? Do you just stop anywhere? If that's what you do, then please don't do that anymore. Let us introduce you to the good energy family and why you must be a part of it. Girl Super XP. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Run 95 and diesel XPs are the best fuel quality with high performance in town for your vehicle. Girl Super XP Run 95 is a high-grade fuel sold at the same price as normal fuel. Girl's diesel XP is low in sulfur, making it an eco-friendly option for your vehicle. And with over 440 stations across the nation, we ask that you join the family that rewards you with a quality for an energized driving experience. Girl, good energy. Girl, yenara, yedia. The Joy Business Economic Forum. As the 2024 election beckons, Ghana needs a tight monetary and fiscal policy regime as prescribed by the IMF. Ghana is at the crossroads again. What are the needed tax reforms to address revenue shortfalls as against a tight expenditure in an IMF program? Join us on the Joy Business Economic Forum pre-budget edition on the theme, the 2024 budget, maintaining a tight fiscal policy and a business-friendly environment in an election year. The speakers are Professor John Gatsi, Dean of the School of Business, University of Cape Coast, Dr. Edapoma Dekedako, Economist and Senior Lecturer, University of Ghana Business School, Dr. Humphrey Eyim Dake, President, Association of Ghana Industries, Joseph Obing, President of the Ghana Union of Traders and Associations, and Mark Bedu Abwaje, who's the CEO of the Ghana National Chamber of Commerce and Industry. The date is Monday, the 13th, November 2023. The time is 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. The program will be live on your Joy News Channel and Joy FM and all Joy Business Socials. The pre-budget forum is powered by Joy Business and will be supported by Joy FM and Joy News. Do make a date. To remind us again, Goyle today is also giving out fuel coupons for two lucky listeners. Phone lines are open. Numbers to call 0302216541. Or you can send us your comments on 055 one one nine nine seven. I have a caller on the line. Good afternoon. You welcome to Masterclass. Your name and where you're calling from. My, my name is Kwame. Kwame, Kwame, what's your surname? Yes, I want to find. Um, I want to find out something based on what the taxman said. Okay, Kwame. Um, I want to hear your question, but I have a bit of feedback. Could you lower your radio set or move okay, away from it, and then you can talk to me. 
Hello, Kwame. Yes. Are you yes. okay with me now? I still have some feedback. If you can move oh. away from your radio set. Oh, I've even put up the radio. You put up the radio. Okay, please go ahead yes. and talk to me, Kwame. Uh -huh. uh, I was paying, and self, based on self-assessment, I was paying an amount and I paid for March and then June ending. Now I was called to the tax office and then uh, they said I should pay more than that. And I paid part of it in September. The question I want to ask is, will I be pen penalized for the first uh, two payments that didn't add up to what I'm, uh, I was giving to recently? Okay, uh, Kwame, please keep listening, but don't go off the line. Do me a favor, stay on the line. We'll take you yes. off air, but my production team will have a word with you. You are yes. my first caller for today, and you have therefore won for yourself an undisclosed amount of fuel from Goyle. The production team will let you have all the information that you require. But thank you for calling, and congratulations on winning some fuel for your car today. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so stay much. on the line, Kwame. So Kwame wants to know whether um, he'll be penalized for... Yeah. So, I mean, thanks very much, Kwame, for your question. So, um, once you file your... your um, annual estimate okay um, to pay until you do a revision whatever you have filed is what you will be required to pay okay. so I am not too sure at what point the tax authority came to him to say I mean what you filed come and pay something else mm. but sometimes depending on maybe information that is available to the tax authority they can also come to you and say you have given us this assessment but we believe that based on our own view of your business for example, last year you filed that you pay two hundred thousand for the year, and then this year you say you pay hundred thousand. There's a reason for them to come back to you and say why the massive reduction, mm. and therefore they want to know why the difference. But whatever you filed to, to the GRE is actually what you pay for the rest of the year, mm. unless you go and revise, because the caution is that if you don't get that ten percent threshold, there's a penalty and interest that they will take from you in the, in the following year. So there's no way they will come to you and say what you have assessed to pay for the year, they will give you a different assessment. We used to have a provisional assessment where the GRE themselves will give you an assessment for the year. And that regime was different. That one, they will tell you, pay this amount for the year. Mm. But in today's terms, you determine what you pay and give to the GRE. Mm. There's also a situation where sometimes new businesses, they are going to bid for a contract. Mm -hmm. And then the contract says that, okay, supply a task clearance certificate, a VAT registration document. And be because of this, companies are forced to register for taxes. And so, at the time of registration, you realize that um, you, you've not done any business. So, then they will tell you, okay, so determine some amount of tax that you have to pay. So, when you determine the tax, sometimes for these businesses, they, they will determine, get a certificate and everything. But during the year, they don't have any business. So, they feel like what I paid initially or what I said I'll pay, it should not be what I'll be paying. And therefore, they reduce it themselves without recourse to the GRE. But anytime you want to reduce, you have to do a revision. Right. And file the revision before you can reduce. Okay. So, Without the revision, you have to pay what? Okay. So, Kwame, that's your answer right there. Uh, if you want any further information, reach out to us. We'll send. Um, Gordon is here with us for another three weeks, uh, God willing. So, we can always forward your question to him and then he can give you some answers. Good afternoon. I have a caller on the line. You're welcome to Masterclass. Your name and where you're calling from. Yeah, my name is Issa from Tamale. Issa from Tamale. How is Tamale this afternoon, my brother? Yeah, Tamale is fine. It's coaching. Brilliant. Talk to me, sir. Yeah, well, I want to find out if I do a supply to a company that is supposed to have the withholding um, tax, 
um, and and how do I know that? How do I know that the company the company really pays the withholding tax if it is deducted from 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 uh, what do you call it from my money per the invoice I provide to the company? It's a very valid question. Isa, please keep listening. Gordon will answer that briefly. Okay. Yes. All right. So, um, thanks, Isa, for, for, for your question. And, and then this, is, this is why it is very good as a business to deal with uh, people who are, who, are, who, are, I mean, who are credible. So, when a business takes your withholding tax, they are supposed to file the GRE. And as I said earlier, once they file the GRE, your system will automatically be credited with whatever amount they took from you. So if the revenue, I mean, if the invoice was about 50,000 CDs and they took 7.5, you don't expect in the past, you would have then gone to chase them and say, where is my certificate? But today, because you yourself, you've registered and you have, a, you have, the, you have the TIN, if you put your TIN or your Ghana card number on, uh, on, your, on the, plan, the GRE taxpayers platform and you just go to your credit, you will see that whatever they have filed is there. Or whatever they've deducted, once they have filed is there. The, the, the challenge has always been the lag between when they take the money and when they file. So somebody can take the money because, you know, the law allows them to keep the money. They deduct, they deduct today, but they have to file by the on or, on or before the 15th of the next month. Mm. So, I mean, so they, you, can hold on to it for you, can, you have to hold on maybe for a month. But I, but I suppose his question is, that what, how do I know they'll pay? And if they don't pay, am I still liable? If they don't pay, because they didn't withhold from you, they will be liable. No, they've withheld, but they didn't pay. Yes, so they've withheld, but they didn't pay. So then the issue now is you have to chase them to make sure that they have to pay because whatever they took from you. But if I can you, show that they deducted from me, shouldn't the onus be on them? Showing that they've deducted from you to the GRE is no proof because, I mean, you are now going to say that, okay, so they took this money from me, but GRE also didn't get it. So GI will not have the obligation to. So it's still my responsibility. Yes. So that, that is the problem that ISA has. Yes. So so that's why you need to deal with credible businesses who are registered okay. because you have some businesses who also who are not registered, but for some reasons will be taken tax. So that's why if you look at the law, yeah. the law does not allow individuals or persons. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, individuals to okay. withhold tax. So as I sit here as an individual, you cannot. I withhold. can't withhold tax because if I okay. withhold, the tendency of not paying right. is high. So, Isa, the onus is still on you, unfortunately, but it means that also be careful who you are dealing with. Um, let me let me put this question out. I have, I have one more fuel coupon to give. Anybody who reaches out to me, either through call or social media, tell me the name of one of the resource persons who has come on the show this year and what topic they treated. The name of one of the resource persons who came on the show this year and the topic that they treated. That is the person who will win my second fuel coupon. I have another caller on the line. Good afternoon. You're welcome to Masterclass. Your name, where you're calling from. Uh, good afternoon, Master Class. Good afternoon, my brother. What's your name? This is Ibrahim Asinga Mohammed. Ibrahim, where are you calling us from this afternoon, Ibrahim? Tema Frizons. Tema. How is Tema this afternoon? Very hot here. <laughs> it's hot <laughs> everywhere, my brother. Talk to yeah. me. Yeah, I, I, have a, I have a problem. You know, some of us who work in uh, corporate institutions um, have our salaries, you know, segregated according to... Um, what do you call it? Uh, allowances and all that. You know, some some money are given to us employers, uh, employees, as a, for a specific purpose. For instance, if I am giving money to go and buy fuel by my company, government will take a portion of that. And when I get to the pump, I pay again. 
So I really have a problem with this double, triple, quadruple taxing everywhere. <laughs> and um, I'll be happy if there is any explanation to that, uh, which will satisfy me. Or if there is anything I need to know that I don't know. Thank you so much. The question you have asked, somebody say you have spoken the mind of many people. So, Gordon, just in 30 seconds, if you can, I have a, a winner on social media. I want to go there. Okay. So 30 seconds for this one. All right. So, thank you very much um, for the question. Now, um, there are two ways employers can actually give um, fuel to their, to their um, employees. You can actually give it to them either through a benefit in kind. In this instance, the tax consequence is a bit lower. Or you can also give them cash. So your situation is more of the cash uh, benefits um, situation. So in this instance, whatever they give to you, okay, if they give you let's say two thousand cities every month to buy to buy fuel, that amount will be added to your basic salary in the month, and then you are taxed on it. I understand your issue that the fuel that you are buying already has some um, uh, petroleum taxes and all the VAT and all other things on it, but that's how the system is. I mean, whatever product you buy, it's not just fuel. If you go out there and you buy any product, there are other taxes in the chain. So, so his question is not. I think he used fuel as an example. Mm. Let's say PE. Yeah. He taxed my income. Yes. Okay, I've paid my income yeah. tax. Then I now go and buy milk yes. from an importer who paid tax at the port, by the way, because mm. I mean it wasn't done here. Yes. It wasn't it wasn't uh, it wasn't Nestle who put yeah. it was somebody else. So now when I'm buying it, I now pay tax on yes. that again. And he's talking about this thing that we are paying tax everywhere. Yes. Is it right? So, um, what should we do about it? Yeah, should we so, just suffer in silence or we can we can do something about it? Okay, so as I said from the beginning, there are two types of, there are two main broad categories of taxes, the direct, direct tax and the indirect tax. So the direct tax is, and it's always looking at the incidence of tax, who bears the final tax burden, mm -hmm. right? So when it comes to the direct tax, directly you are the one earning the income and therefore you have to pay the tax. Yes. You earn your income, your salary, you pay tax on it. Mm -hmm. Whatever you've got now is money to you. But once you go to also buy something out there, mm -hmm. a product out there, you're also exposed to value added tax because that's also a different tax handle. Okay. So it's not really tax on tax because if you look at uh, the PUI, once you pay that, you don't pay PUI on that income again. Okay. The mm -hmm. other one that I would have thought sometimes the challenge is mm -hmm. when you have uh, maybe a house help. Yeah. And you have earned that PAY, you have earned that salary, and then you have to take some and also pay the person. Pay the person. But again, that person has also provided service to you, mm. and they are earning income, and therefore the tax continues. So it's not really thin, but it's different type of taxes that you have to pay. Okay, so my brother Ibrahim, unfortunately, we are all in the same net, and <laughs> there's little we can do about it. So let us do it uh, as obligated to. I've got uh, a lot of hits on social media. This one is from. Um, uh, Abiko, please, please scroll down for me. I think I have a winner before. Uh, yes, that one there. Okay, so I asked who, who name one resource person who came on the show, what they treated. This one is from 